Hey everybody and welcome to the Nine Leaders Podcast. Thank you guys so much again for listening and for watching and all of the various ways that you are consuming this media. I am real excited to see you. I can tell by looking at the waveform on Logic, I already clipped the microphone, so we'll just have to be a little bit more careful with that. Housekeeping things, some of them are redundant, but just going to keep pushing those out there. Uh, Tuesdays at 6.30, if you are in the Colorado Springs area, I teach a Enneagram class at Discovery Church, Colorado. That's 4304 Austin Bluffs Parkway, 6.30 on Tuesdays. Uh, we're, gonna, we're going through all the personality types, the full Enneagram. Uh, we just did type 2, so this coming Tuesday we'll be doing type 3. That's an open group, and you guys are more than welcome to attend. Uh, it becomes much more... Um, uh, conversational in those environments. We do a lot of Q&A. We do a lot of um, just kind of talking back and forward about uh, about the different types. So it's really fun um, and, and you can get a little bit more of your pointed questions answered in those environments. So come on down 6.30 Tuesday nights. It's going to be great. Uh, second, I did build a website. It is not very good, but it has on it all of the information that you need for any of the products that we offer, um, such as leadership coaching, life coaching, spiritual directing, um, as well as a place to sign up for our weekly newsletter that comes out every Monday. I think that that is, a, is functional. It wasn't functional yesterday, but it should be functional now. So feel free to go to that website, check out all of the uh, stuff that we have on there. And if you're interested, just follow the links that are on there and it's going to be real great. Lastly, I want to do um, an episode where I answer y'all's questions on nines and talk to you guys about... Um, uh, answer some of the questions that you may have. So send them in to me at wade at nine leaders or just uh, direct message me on Instagram or Facebook and I will uh, try to include those. Uh, depending on the types of questions we get, I'm hoping that whoever we get on the show that is a nine, that I can um, involve them in answering some of those questions because somebody who is a self-aware nine is going to be able to answer those questions a lot better than I will. But if we can't get somebody, then I will happily uh, take a crack at answering those questions myself. All right, enough with the housekeeping. Um, today we're talking about uh, nines and how they relate to the shame triad. So yesterday we talked about the anger triad, which is types 8, 9, and 1. Uh, and today's the shame triad, which is 2, 3, and 4. And then Monday we'll go over the fear triad, which is 5, 6, and 7. So I failed to mention this in the last episode, but this is really important to understand before we jump in. Um People will a lot of times ask me when I'm when I'm teaching groups or leading groups. Um, they'll say things like, "Hey, uh, I'm a two and my husband is a five. Is that a good pairing?" Or, "Hey, I'm a four and my boss is a nine. Is that gonna work out?" Uh, there is no such thing as an inherently bad pair, nor an inherently good pair. All personality types are compatible, whether it's professional, platonic, romantic, whatever. All personality types can work well together. A good relationship requires that both parties be self-aware, that both parties have a mutual respect and admiration for one another. Um, so anybody who says that there's there's two certain types that will just never uh, get along, uh, that's just incorrect. Uh, there's certain types that if they are self-aware, they're not going to get along with anybody. Um, people who lack that self-awareness will just struggle in relationships, and it's not because of certain personality types or certain personality pairings. So... If you're listening to this, waiting for me to say that you and your husband have a doomed relationship because of your personality types, that's not what is going to happen. Uh, all personality types will work well together. 
All right, we're going to get started with nines and twos. So this can be a uh, warm and nurturing relationship or a really critical and, and domineering one. So type two is the helper, and the helper is characterized by this really intense need to, to serve others and to meet the needs of others. Both types are really easygoing and compassionate. They'll create safe, welcoming, comfortable environments for people in their lives. Twos tend to be a little bit more relational than nines. Um, nines are very kind and generous to people, but twos will go out of their way to meet new people and bring them kind of into the fold. So this will help the nine come out of their shell a little bit more and bring more relationships into their own lives. Nines will bring a sense of peace and groundedness to a stressed out two, and you'll see that becomes a theme with nines. One of the main things they bring to a lot of relationships is that that peace and groundedness. Um, but yeah, twos become anxious about relationships and whether they've done enough, and a nine's easygoing and generous nature will really help to calm a two down and get them to a place where they can be a little bit more realistic about how other people are interpreting them and how they are performing in, in life. And there was a lot of air quotes around performing for those of you listening on the podcast. Uh, problems with this pairing might arise when things actually need to get done. Uh, similar to the the 9-9 relationship, no one in a 9-2 pairing really wants to be the decision maker. Both are going to feel like by making a decision, they're imposing upon the other person. Um, so in a 9-9 relationship, both are happy just to not make a decision at all. No one makes a decision and everything just keeps moving along, business as usual. But in a 9-2 relationship, twos might start to feel uh, some resentment towards the nine for either not making a decision or for forcing them to make one. See, a two might interpret being forced to make a decision as being forced into uh, a bad guy role. Uh, and this can cause twos to kind of lash out at the nine. Uh, they'll be kind and generous to everybody else, but they'll, they'll have a lot of uh, anger and vitriol towards the nine. Uh, observing this pair, one might be surprised that the, the two is kind and compassionate to everybody, but seems almost cruelly critical towards the nine. The two in stress goes to eight, so they might become domineering and, and inhabit that bad guy role that they feel forced into. They'll just walk into it and embody that. Uh, and the nine isn't going to do much about this until it reaches a critical level. And they kind of, they, they burst. We've talked about nines finally letting their anger loose and, and directing all that anger at the two, which will then make the two feel attacked and unappreciated, uh, seeing their domineering attitude uh, as a service that they did for the nine. And then neither of them are going to want to take responsibility for that fight. And over time, they may begin to draw away from one another. So there's some of the pitfalls to watch out for in a nine-two relationship. So nines and threes, this can be a steady and ambitious relationship or an inauthentic and self-deceiving relationship. Threes are known as the achiever or the performer. Uh, they long to be admired for their achievements and nines uh, provide that admiration and they, they provide that support. Threes desire for growth and improvement will help a nine to, to see their own worth and value. Threes will really encourage nines to, to go for that thing that they want and to name that thing that they want and actually pull themselves into, into that future. Uh, threes struggle with knowing what their actual identity is outside of their performance. They're so good at putting on different masks and different costumes and putting forth a good impression that they they can start to get worried that they are not really sure who they are at a core level and they don't really feel seen at a very core level. 
Nines are extremely non-judgmental and very good at seeing people, which can help threes find a space where they can be more authentic and less less performing. Nines will make a three feel like they don't have anything to prove, they don't have to perform, they don't have to put their best foot forward, they can just be themselves and be safe. Uh, however, if the two are not self-aware, it can become pretty quickly problematic. Uh, but it would be really hard looking from the outside in to spot an unhealthy 9-3 relationship. So again, similar to the 9-9 and the 9-2, neither party is going to want to bring up problems or sources of frustration that they're sensing. Nines, as we've seen, are doing that in order to maintain peace, but threes are doing it to maintain the appearance of having a healthy relationship. If the three has put a high value on whatever that that relationship is, whether it's a friendship, a marriage, a business partnership, if they have put a lot of value on projecting a healthy appearance, then they might refuse to bring anything to light that would jeopardize that image. Uh, so stress under the surface will start to build because neither of them want to bring it up, and the nine might begin to withdraw even more, uh, becoming emotionally unavailable, which is going to trigger the fear reaction in the three that this whole relationship was was fake to begin with, and they don't even understand what it is, they don't understand who they are in it, and this insecurity will cause them to act irrationally. So eventually, because they're trying so hard to hide it, it, it boils under the surface until something pretty major occurs. And that's going to have to happen for the two to even acknowledge it. Like in a marriage situation, there might be an affair or there might be in a business relationship, one of the partners leaves or, or, or sells their part of the company. Something really big and dramatic will happen. Um, let's look back at that uh, affair uh, example. If there's a marriage and an affair occurs and it's a 9-3 pairing, um, they may admit that something bad happened and they may begin to to work on it uh, in the sense that the the offending partner will stop having an affair and put some put some guidelines in place to keep it from happening again. But the underlying motivations and issues of that behavior might remain undealt with because, again, the nine doesn't want to stir up trouble and the three wants everything to just get back to looking good. Um, so both parties will stay in this relationship long past its expirations. Again, nines to avoid change and threes just to maintain the appearance that they are trying to cultivate. And then we have the nine and the four. I actually have a good deal of firsthand experience with the nines and fours. Some of my best friends are a, a nine-four couple, so they're really delightful to, to watch. Uh, this can be really supportive and creative, or it can be really contemptuous and disengaged. Uh, so fours are the individualist or the romantic. That's what I am. They are uh, extremely withdrawn um, socially, which which nines tend to be as well. And they really put a high value on on having their own agency and not being controlled by anybody else. So in a relationship, this allows both a, a large amount of autonomy and freedom within the relationship. Both types also tend to be really creative and will lend emotional support to one another's endeavors. So, so the couple that I talked about, the 9-4, they're both authors and they're both always encouraging each other to keep working on their art and then they give each other space to go forth and do each other's art. Uh, both types have really high emotional intelligence and are really sensitive to the deeper needs of one another and really sensitive to the deeper needs of people that they're in community with. Both are searching for depth and significance, and both have feelings of being unseen. And as a result, they both really strive to see people. 
this pairing will feel very sorry this pairing will feel very seen and understood by one another so what, what this pairing is really really good at is making people feel important nines are really good at making feel people feel important because they often feel unimportant likewise fours are the same way they feel really unseen and unimportant and so they're very good at making other people feel that way and they both have this way about them of sort of seeing people on an emotional level that not a lot of other people do particularly fours can see through any sort of inauthenticity and 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 get right down to the core of the issue but in ways that's not attacking it's very very sweet and kind and i know i'm a four so i'm just bragging about myself at this point but that's what a nine four pairing looks like a very safe supportive um uh, a place for people to go um yeah so fours will bring a little bit more energy and vitality to the relationship uh while nines again a very calming force will help keep the four grounded fours can get really um, emotional and have these really big emotional storms and blow-ups and nines will have a tendency to help them kind of find their way back to earth and be grounded. Um, all these similarities just make for a super supportive pair. But as we've seen, if the types are not self-aware, uh, things can get bad. And when we're not aware of how our, our stress responses are being perceived by another party, that's when things can get really bad and a 9-4 relationship is no different. So nines in stress uh, begin to shut down and withdraw while fours become more and more emotionally volatile and expressive. Fours will, will want more emotionally from the relationship as they're getting more and more stressed. And as the nine gets more and more stressed, they're pulling back even further. Um, fours are really dramatic and we are prone to long irrational rants about perceived injustices, or at least that's what I do. Um, so when, when fours are having that emotional flare up, it might make the nine feel like the peace is being threatened. They're unsafe and that's going to cause them to withdraw even further. Um, and then the result is something that we've seen in other relationships that involve a nine is that the four might just become bored. Um, they desire somebody that they can have a deep conversation with to mirror them and to feel with them and to really see them. And when they keep casting lines into an unresponsive nine, they may begin to feel like the nine isn't actually capable of understanding them in the first place and doesn't have the depth that they're really looking for. The nine may begin to feel more anger towards the four because fours often are a little bit more entitled than we uh, ought to be. Um, and the nine might see that and begin to, to, to feel some anger towards the four for that. They might begin to feel anger for how irrational and dramatic they can be. And this can eventually lead to the parties just giving up and just abandoning one another. Um, they're both looking for something. They're both looking for a certain energy that the other one brings. But as they get more and more stressed out, they withdraw that energy. And so they may just choose to walk away from one another at the end of the day because they're not getting what they want out of that relationship. So there you guys go. That is nines in the uh, shame triad. Monday will hit nines in the anger triad, or sorry, nines in the fear triad. So it'll be five, six, and seven. Those will be really fun. Uh, yeah, send me any questions that you have about nines. We're going to try to answer those. Uh, if you're listening to this on Apple, please, 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 please rate, review, and subscribe. That'd be super, super helpful. I'm still working on locking down who our nine guest is going to be. I've got a couple... Um, couple feelers out there been chatting with some folks that uh hopefully will be exciting to have on the show so i'll keep you guys updated around that uh quick message on the ones i can't remember the exact date i believe it's the 12th through the 
16th of May. Uh, I can't remember the exact dates, but there will be three days in the one series where I'm actually going to be out of town. So I'll still put the podcast out, uh, but there won't be live uh, recordings of them because I'll have pre-recorded them and then set them just to be published automatically. So I will not see you guys for those couple of days when I have my calendar out in front of me. I'll actually tell you more specifically which ones those are, but ones you're going to miss three days of FaceTime, but that's really not uh, a huge ordeal. So All right. Thank you guys all so much for listening. I appreciate that you continue to engage with this content. Um, Yeah. Share this podcast with your friends who were nines or, you know, the other numbers we talked about today. That'd be really super helpful. All right. I'm going to stop talking. I love you all. And I will talk to you on Monday.